Hello? Yeah, hello? Yes? Yeah, I'm looking for an artist. Oh, okay. I'm looking for an artist. Alright. Yeah. super hard 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 old school you buy your own coffee instead of the can of milk oh, yeah, then yeah. you bust it open Stella. and you grind it you grind that coffee like that coconut from real then you squeeze out the juice and you curse out the coconut say you motherfucker I'm gonna squeeze the milk out of you and the coconut's gonna be like no don't do it say, yes well you would have to go like that but you can do it if you like And then that milk, you mix it with, you know, and then you let your mother do it because it got the soft touch. You have to, like, make it with love. You could do it with many emotions. Many. <laughs> it's a whole range of emotions. Yeah. You put a little love if you like. I mean, sometimes it's some hate or some bitterness. Ooh. You know, like lemons when you eat it. A little zest. Like, that's, that's bitter. It's like, yeah. Yeah. It's a feast. Right? It's the, whole, it's the whole spectrum. Yeah, and then you put some honey with the lime, and then you're like, hey, it's bitter, but it's sweet. Mm. But it's, you know, it's different, you know? I do. I mean, I don't cook that much anymore. You should. I lie. Every day, two, three times a day. You cook every day? I took five times a day sometimes. Whoa. No. What's your favorite thing to cook? The favorite, the most, yeah, man. My favorite, besides besides boiled eggs, of course, which is a very because of technique, right? Boiling eggs. Right. My favorite. <laughs> I think the most successful dish on my repertoire is arepas. You know, arepas. What are those? I I always it's hear like, that. It's like burnt. It's not burnt. Uh, either grilled or fried corn. That's the main ingredients. You know? Is it like mashed into a like a bready type of thing? Yeah, you mix it with like uh, lukewarm water, a little bit of uh, uh, butter. You mix it up into this bowl. Then you make the shapes, the patties. Hmm. Then you like deep fry them. Psh, psh, you know, they cook nice. They're there waiting for you to take them out. And they're floating around. You can play some music while you fry those arepas. And you look at them. I'm gonna fry you, motherfucker. I'm gonna fry you. <laughs> you talk to your food? Sometimes, if I have to. Yeah. And then the thing, I, the reason why I'm talking about the arepas is because you, you, you guys ever have uh, potlucks? Yeah. Right? When I take them to like potlucks, they don't last 15 minutes. If you don't get there, the potluck on time, you miss the arepas. <laughs> is that just with your arepas My or arepas. anyone's? I mean, my, I don't know about other people's arepas. You know? All right. Let me see. Can I ask you a question to get started? Yeah. And then we can just go. Mm. All right. Um, what if you, if you had to, like, make a drink? We were talking about how we don't drink that much anymore. Mm -hmm. But if you had to make yourself a drink that was you, what, what would be the ingredients? 
If I it was if I was to drink, like a cocktail, if you want, cocktail, or you can change it to a dish, food. Man, give me a second. Okay, this might take two three hours. <laughs> you want to just make it? <laughs> make it, and we can eat it or drink it. I don't know if I can answer that. My mind goes blank on this one. I right know. I can give you another question. Go ahead. Go ahead. If you were a medium. A medium. What medium would you be? Like in the like t- for a canvas. Canvas. I think I would probably most likely, if I had to choose, probably like oil paint. Why? Because it's the richest, and it's the, also like the most like uh, alchemy, you know, and the most organic. Right. Yeah. So it's, it's more the most you get the the one that you really. Really, uh, it's very. First of all, it's very, the most challenging, right? But also, it's like it's got. It seems like it's got a long range of things you could do with it, and the 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 fact that it takes so long to dry means that you could play with it. You know, it's almost like hmm. you could really. There's something. The it's like almost like alchemy, basically. Like the highest for me is the highest form of quality and probably. In terms of uh, where I could probably probably do my best work in terms of like a facility for uh, expression. Hmm. Is that because you can manipulate it once you once you've like applied it to the canvas more so than other things? Yeah, I feel like uh, like uh, with acrylic is so quick. Yeah, and disadvantages to that. But I feel like, like uh, as a symbol of like really having many things in my life together. You know, it's like if you find me find if you find me painting in oil, that means like many things in my life are really on point. You know, like many things. You know, are on point. Yeah, like like many things. It part of that that form part of my life. I really at at the highest level probably. You know, like I'm eating good, I'm exercising, I got lots of money, I got space, I got like resources, got time, I got ideas, you know. So it's basically like all these coming together for the uh, possibly my, the the highest point of uh, my my my, my uh, expression as an artist. Maybe. Right now, or anytime, you know. Oh, oh, right now? No, right now I don't want to paint. I'm not painting right now. But I'm saying, like, to get oh, to that yeah, point yeah. for me, where I'm actually feel at peace with the time, resources, you know, state of mind, you know, it's got um, the time factor. It's four days for these things to dry up, you know. It's not, you know, it's, whoa, it ta- I didn't know that. Yeah, it takes like, I mean, even if you add like, uh, like other chemicals to like go faster, probably two days slow. But it's basically three, four days, depending on like. The thickness of the uh, application, you know. In fact, they say even like the, the some people even claim that those paintings by Van Gogh they're so thick. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's true or not. That it might be still like wet inside. Wow. You know because it forms an outer shell, so the inside is just like still there, like wet. Have you ever seen a painting that you've 
started or just a, a project and you're using oil and it's like you come back the next day and it looks a little different because it's still like alive it's still wet oh there's much i can say there's a um, and it happens to many artists that they work at night right and they feel like they got the most and i keep talking about masterpiece they got the most kick-ass painting on all levels possibly at night Right, you go. Oh my God, I got this. You know, you're like, and then the you wake up the next day and it looks like regular or it doesn't look as good. Yeah, and it's just because of the light. If you're working with like a yellow light or any artificial light, it's not gonna look the same as like whoa natural like light. Even That's on a cloudy day like today, there's a big difference in cloudy day like today and a really sunny day. You know, with you know, I think I'm getting enough course on the question but yeah no no it's yeah, right yeah. on course that's awesome thank yeah, you yeah, yeah yeah okay so just like an oil painting is dependent on the light i think it's kind of like day to day we also present a different painting of ourselves would you agree with that um even if we're consistent in our behaviors and our interests or like our trajectory like day to day you wake up with a slight, it's not the same as yesterday. It's not the same. Um, sure, it's funny because I was talking about like uh, some people about uh, what makes a uh, personality. Mm-hmm. Like if somebody who's always shy when they're five, are they going to be always uh, shy when they're like a hundred? I said, you know what? Maybe not, you know? But in terms of like, I don't know if it's the right. Uh, example, maybe it is and it's not, because it's like, yeah, we we change, but we still stay, stay the same. It's almost like, um, who was that poet that did? Uh, yeah, he. I met this poet a, lo- a long time ago, and he goes like, uh, like you can watch a movie uh, ten different times. And then, like, every time you watch it, you could see something different that you yeah. didn't see before. Yeah. You know, or even a book. With music. Or music, too. That's also, like, uh, like uh, let's say if you have the innocence of a child, you don't have the that knowledge. Mm-hmm. Let's say pre-puberty. Puberty, yeah. Pre-puberty, right, where you're, like, clueless. You have, you know, you don't even know that you, whatever, you don't know nothing. And then, let's say, like, down in your, in your 20s or 30s or 40s, we even... 60s, who knows? Maybe we learn some stuff when we're 80. I'm like, oh, now I get it. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh, the same picture, you know? I think yeah. it's the same with, I think that's the same with people. Like, because <clears throat> with everybody in my life, with most people in my life, I mm-hmm. remember the first time that I met them. Mm-hmm. And then I, and I, I kind of keep that as a marker for our relationship. So, like, from that day on, I, I kind of, like, think back to that day that I met you, mm-hmm. and then I look at who you are today, and I can see differences, but I can also see a consistent, like, through line. Yeah, right. So, today, like, I want people to see or hear about what you're doing right now and what painting you are, like, today. Do you think we can do that? You want say it again. You want to. I want to show people on looking for artists. This podcast. Mm-hmm. It's about exploring the artists that are around us. Mm-hmm. And I think, especially as artists, we are 
easily motivated or unmotivated by things that happen to us in our life. And so a lot of the times, like, I have many different, like, versions of my energy level or myself that, like, I, I present to people sometimes, depending on the day. If I wake up and something's bothering me, I may, you know, not hang out and talk with somebody as much as I would if I woke up and found out that, you know, that I won the lottery or something. Mm-hmm. Because I feel things. Mm-hmm. And so basically in this, what, how many minutes do we have? Like 50, 55, hour, hour and a half, however long you want to stay. I want to just like, I don't want you to feel a pressure to get everything out, but I also just kind of want to like let people see who you are and what you've been doing. Because mm-hmm. I remember me- my first day meeting you. Mm-hmm. And it was before I knew you mm-hmm. uh, from through Wingspan, this this place that we teach together. Mm-hmm. But I think I saw you on the street mm-hmm. of New York. Yeah. And you were drawing with yeah. chalk. Chalk, yeah. And it was, you obviously hadn't just started. You had been there for a while. Because I saw like many versions of the same drawing, and it was like a line following to the point that you were right mm-hmm. there, and there was something so cool about like seeing that, because you weren't asking for attention, but you were drawing it, no pun intended. Mm-hmm. And I see a lot of like day to day New York performers on the street asking for attention, but they're not drawing any. They're ref- they're deflecting it almost like people don't want to see them. So there was something like the first day I met you that was very captivating about the work that you do. So I kind of just want to like ask you when you found art, visual art, or when you found uh, any medium to express yourself, what that looked like. How old were you, or what were you doing? I think uh, I just keep thinking about like junior high school when I first started getting into art. But, uh, uh, then more in high school. I don't know. I don't know. I just feel like such an outsider. Like, uh, I was, like, very shy, too. I don't know. So I guess art became, like, maybe a way of reaching out or... I don't know, we keep talking about uh, attention, but it's like, I mean, that's what we get when we make art. But I guess I could agree with, I didn't want to, I mean, making art, you're going to get attention, especially the art that I'm making out there, right? But I feel like I wanted to at least... uh, have some substance on mm-hmm. my art, you know, because uh, I, f- I feel like it's very related to uh, maybe performance art, the fact that I interact with people and um, the art could be very interactive. But, um, yeah, I just felt like I had to, like, at least have some substance, like something out there, not just not just me, you know. Was that in junior high that you thought that, or was that after a, a while of like playing around with art things? Well, I've been making art for estimating uh, like maybe twenty five years, close to thirty years that I've been making, 
Um, so, I mean, when you're young, you're just exploring, you know. When you're young, you're just learning, researching. Uh, uh, so you can't compare what well, you can compare when you're, like, in your 16, 17, like, now I'm almost, like, half a century old. So it's, like, I guess it's part of the, uh, hmm. like, maybe... Uh, evolution of a person, you know? Like, for me, like, the street art is simplifying things. Like, really trying to simplify the artwork to the point where anybody can see it and get it. Yeah. In comparison to, uh, let's say, if you go to a museum or a gallery uh, where a lot of the work has to be explained to, you know? It comes with text and books uh many people don't really understand you know uh a lot of the uh, modern art so i don't know just trying to be understood you know trying to be clear and simple you know yeah so i think it's rare that you that you experience art like as a viewer where you can see the artist and something that they're trying to say, but you can also see something within yourself that you're trying to understand. Mm-hmm. And with that particular piece that I fir- that day I first met you, um, you're drawing like a series of faces mm-hmm. in a row or in a line. Yeah, I think that came. I mean, I, f- I feel like I was more driven, more driven and ambitious, and more energetic. Back in those days. I've been doing the street art for, let's say, since 2009. So that's like 10 years, you know. And he came, like, out of specific... I mean, I still do them, but not with the same intensity, you know. Like, back then, I felt like like I had nothing to lose. I had to prove myself. I was very influenced by the... Uh, the uh, Even though I was towards, I was towards the end of the... Uh, the movement, basically that, the street art, you know, mm-hmm. like really influenced by, maybe that movie, what's that movie uh, with Banksy? Um, Exit Through the... Uh, Exit Through the Gift Shop? Yeah, yeah. I remember like back, 2009, I was just getting back to New York City and I was, I had been away for close to 10 years, you know, and, and this happens to many people. They live in New York. Uh, and sooner or later, they just want to get out. It's like, I'm sick of the city. Yeah. <laughs> fuck this, fuck that, or whatever. Yeah. I'm out of here. And then, like, they get out there, and they go, okay, I kind of miss the city now. Like, what's the excitement, the intensity? Yeah. yeah. So the same thing that drives us is the same thing that, like, puts us down about the city, you mm-hmm. know, like, mm-hmm. having to be fighting with so many people, com- competing, you know, networking. Uh, it's just just living, you know? Just, just living. By. I mean, New York's New York City is pretty intense, you know. Yeah, it's yeah. intense just to be here. Yeah, you better not walk slow, you know. Cause people are gonna get out of the way. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, or they won't say that, and they'll just yeah. bulldoze you. Yeah, so it's not. So, but I've been away from the city for a while. Then I came back. I'm like, I'm getting close to a hundred now, <laughs> and I am. Each day I'm getting getting close to a hundred. Even though that's my aim, you know, I want to be lived to 100. Yeah. But it's like, you, you want to, I want to accomplish things in life, you know? Yes. Like, really, yeah. And I don't know if I've been doing this art thing, the uh, 
leading my career the proper way. I think I've, I know, I feel like I've made so many, uh, I can say mistakes, you know. Can you? Yeah, 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 yeah. Because it's okay. like, uh, I mean, if I catch it in time, if if at the end of my life I, I get all my things in order, I'll be like, oh, okay, it was worth it. Now I got the experience, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. You know? Uh, but we live in New York City and like, you see so many homeless people, so many crazy people, like, actually, like, they're not even part of the society anymore. Yeah. They lost it, and it's like, and, uh, you know, part of us has to, like, almost dismiss it. You have no choice, you know? To separate it. Separate it. But my point is, bringing, bringing that up, it's like, there's a failure there's a, in life, and we can see it, you know? Like, people, like, what have you done with your life? You, how did you get to that point? And, you know, you see people begging on the street, asking for, like, penny score, nickel, dance, whatever. I'm like, I'm like, those guys, whoever get up there, they got the balls, they got nothing to lose, or, and many of them know how to make a speech. Yeah. I mean, right? You get on the subway, yep. and they make, you know, uh, like... Some of it's heart-wrenching. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, so like, look at myself and my career, and being away from New York for so long, I'm like, man, I'm like... I got friends that are shown at museums and like they're represented in galleries, you know, or traveling all over the place, giving lectures, you know, you know, have condominiums, you know. Uh, they some have kids already, you know. I'm like, what the fuck, man? I do nothing with my life, you know, like. And uh, I guess I, I guess that's how Van Gogh felt, right? Imagine how he must have yeah. felt, cause he, if it's true that he sold only two paintings, right? What type of business is that? Where a person, where you make, let's say, let's, let's take an average guess. Let's say he did 800 paintings. Let's say he did uh, 500 drawings, right? Mm-hmm. What type of business is that if you sell only two paintings? Let's say if you're making, let's say, uh, rice and beans, <laughs> right? Yeah. Right? And you go on the street, <laughs> and then you you make, let's say, to be fair, you make, 20 or 30 different places for lunch, you go out there and you sell only two. That's a failed business. That's a failed business, right? Yeah. So basically, you're spending all this money and you're not getting... And that was my point. I'm like, what the fuck am I doing in my life? And it's like hmm. a career. It's like a business. I'm, um, and I think that's why I got so much into street art. I said, like, okay, let's assume or let's pretend that I'll never make it or get the recognition or maybe I'm not good enough. Maybe my talent is limited. That's also a possibility, you know? Hmm. Uh, and I'm not saying to put myself up or down. Maybe that's a reality. It's people have limit, limited uh, uh, talent in, in the craftsmanship or even the vision, right? That says, sure. you know, or maybe I don't have uh, the right uh, the mind for business, you know? Right. Or uh, like... Uh, the right uh, resources or uh, like just support. acknowledging the possibility that something might be lacking. Yeah, and it's okay. Maybe I'm gonna be a failure within this thing of art. Uh, what can I do? Let me see. What can I do in my life? Let's say if that's the case. All right, let me take a serious, honest look at myself. I'll say, okay, so hmm. I'm like, if that's a, gonna be the case, what can I really do? I'm like, I might as well try to make the most impressive type of art. That I could, uh, like, that I can make. If I'm gonna go down, 
And for me, it became like a reference for uh, a Japanese cartoon that I saw back in Colombia, you know? Right? Back in the days where this magician had to get like three keys and somehow he got shot. He got shot and he was supposed to give it to the uh, uh, the main character. And he said, you know what? Before I die, I have the three keys of knowledge and wisdom and everything. And I'm a magician. Let me see what I, the last thing I want to do, at least I want to do something great. You know? And for me, it's like, okay, if I'm not going to be rich and famous or uh, career-wise, what's the most impressive thing that I can do or want to do while I'm here? I might as well just try to make something great, right? So I guess that's how, that's how the, 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 the idea or for the street art. Yeah. Because you can see it in the size itself, right? If it's like a block long, two blocks yeah. long, and yeah. it's a repetition, it's basically I want to say, look, I'm, uh, I'm fucking driven over here. Yes. I'm driven, you know? Yes. And uh, let's say if it's influenced by the street art, which is the earworm, it's almost like repeating the same message to somebody over and over until they get it. Right. You know, so it's like, right. I don't know. Uh-huh. I think it also kind of it can put the amount of work that you've put into the piece on a visual scale mm-hmm. because so oftentimes the size of the canvas it kind of de- deceives our eyes where we we see a piece that's like that may be limited to mm-hmm. you know an eight eight and a half by eleven piece of paper or whatever yeah. and that's all we see but if we see the canvas stretched out to a city block. Yeah. We can literally see where you started and all everything you've done. But for me also it became point. also like uh, like a way of like uh rebelling or against maybe some sort of establishment. Yes. Like the establishment of the institution and the galleries and the whole networking and the process of trying to get your work in there. And even if your work in, is in there, it's like still limited by how many people are gonna see it and who's gonna see it. Right, and then by flipping it and say, okay, in the street art, if I'm in the street, then like most people are gonna see it. A lot of people are gonna see it. You know, I don't have to worry about the. That's true. Yeah, and then like basically, uh, I don't know. Try to make a name for myself through myself yeah. instead of like a, uh, going to a gallery through a gallery or like uh, having to uh, yes. negotiate. Yes, include uh, not only like business but also like my. My dignity, and if you will, you know, because it's almost like who's in, who's in the position of power, you know, and it's it's that power being like, uh, a given in the way that I can embrace it, or is that gonna like really mess up with my 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 character or how I feel about myself, you know, mm-hmm. or like am I gonna be uh, dealing with somebody who, uh, who I don't really respect, you know, how uh, how's that gonna make me feel, you know, like am I gonna be pretending? Smiling to somebody that I don't even want to smile to, you know. Is that because you do, you want to keep integrity for you, or is that because you don't want it to affect your art? It's for myself. Yeah. Uh, I mean, and this I guess this doesn't apply. I wouldn't say it applies a hundred percent of the time, you know. But I, I guess you know, nobody's perfect, right? But uh, I mean, people. I feel like it's great when people meet somewhere. Some somewhere along the middle, the middle where they meet with like at least some respect, you know, on equal terms, you know, and also like 
it's like a natural um, natural get to you. It's yeah. Not, it's not like yeah. It's not forced. Yeah. On either end. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a like they always say it's like a relationship, you know. It's like basically uh I mean you can't date everybody, you know. You can't get along with everybody. You know, you can't be friends with everybody. You could try, you know. Uh and even if you do there's still some people that you like more than other people. Yes. Right? So you know it must be true the other way around. That some people may like you mm-hmm. less or more than they may like other people. You can't yeah. control that. Well, you fuck can't em. control that. Fuck them. Fuck them. <laughs> just kidding. Keep the people close that love you, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so when you had this, like, realization that, like, the gallery um, path wasn't going to be yours... Like trying to submit through galleries, like what? I'm not saying that. Oh, you didn't say I'm, that. I mean, I did say that, but it's that's like only some other story. So what's what's more of that story? I mean, like, I'm kind of curious. Like, what was the first thing you did when when you kind of wanted to express yourself without the confines I mean, like, of a gallery? The, uh, that that for me, it, it created like a, a chance for me to like create my own audience on my own terms, right? Uh, but that doesn't mean that if the right gallery or person comes to me, then... Yeah. Then, and if it comes through the fact that I'm actually in the street, you know, where so we meet on equal terms. Let's say mm-hmm. we, she see, he or she sees me on making the street. I'm like, hey, this is what I've been looking for. Like, what the fuck? You know, you have any... Or, so it's like a natural... It's not like I have to go to the gallery. We meet it on my own terms. You know, when I'm sweaty and tired and cursing people out, being myself, you know? Yeah. Like, uh, I like when people... It's can a see, performance. Yeah, I like when people can see, like, the... Just the... The... Is it natural? I mean, there's, there's, there's so many different ways of behaving in, in different uh, scenarios, you know? Like and it's, it's it's almost required that we behave differently in different uh, places, you know. Did you when you started doing more street art? Did you start to like feel things that you didn't expect to feel when people were interacting with your art? I felt like uh, immediate uh, results of my work. I could judge whether it was working or not. You know, I didn't have to wait, go to a gallery, wait, you know, like hit and see somebody was like looking at my art. It was just like, it's like there. And then if I got a reaction, it's like, it's working, you know? Like, uh, and for many artists, it's like, I mean, we want money, but also we want some sort of like effect, you know? Like we want, yes. or, like, even if it's like reacting in a negative or angry yes. way, it's just like, yes. something's happening here. Yeah, so yeah. like, and that makes me f- feel great because I feel like, wait a minute, I got power over here, you know, like I, I can influence, you know, I got some, something's going on here. Some sort of control. Control. I feel like artists have little control in the city. Control. Um, control. Not if control is the, the word because it's like some people could see feel but not react you know i don't necessarily mean with the impact of their work i mean like 
the ex- the amount the limited exposure that their work has. Like you can have really high quality work and know that it will impact people. But we have little control as to when we can show that work or how we can show that work or to how many people. And so what's cool to me about the street art approach is that you do have a sense of control. Like I can, if I'm going to do my art on the sidewalk at Union Square, I know that whoever's walking there will see it. Mm-hmm. And they don't have to look at it, but I know they'll see it. And that is, to an extent, you taking your art, to, mm-hmm. you know, to in, in your own control. In that case, I'll, I'll agree with that. You know? Yeah. That's what I think is cool is because it sounds like what you've done is you've... I feel like a lot of artists, it doesn't matter what the medium is. Like, mm-hmm. I came from the acting world. Mm-hmm. And so I, th- I saw a lot of my acting friends set their sights on the destination, and that informed their approach. Mm-hmm. But it sounds like what you've done is you've set your approach, and you're looking to see where, the de- where that will take you. Mm-hmm. Would you agree with that? You know, you mentioned it. Uh, that reminds me of a, a video that I did years ago. And I think the intent back then was like make the art so uh, powerful and strong that uh, that I would get invitations to actually do it in all in different parts of the world, you know? Mm. I forgot that was like the dream too. It's like if, if I can make something like so unique and special and like to be able to like travel you know and do it in all over you know have you some places but not no not to the point where like where I want I was like envisioning you know you know yeah where where have you gone with your work I've done some with the street art Probably only uh, a few cities here in the United States, maybe like two or three cities. And then was in Miami, I did some in Miami. What else? Was it in Boston? Cambridge? Yeah, a little bit there. Hmm. And then it's uh, Colombia, I did it in Colombia. And then uh, Ecuador, a little bit. Oh, I thought you said you didn't go places. I didn't go, I don't, I mean, I. I mean, I'm talking about like if you go to a hundred places, not like ten oh, places. Oh, okay, okay. That's so you're just hungry for more. Yeah, 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 yeah. you see, like yeah. people. I mean, like it's like food, man. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you don't just yeah. eat and you like okay, I'm good now. No, like you go like mm, mm, yeah. Mm. Let me let me see what else there is days to eat. You know, <laughs> seriously. I want some of those arepas. Yeah, arepas, and you go sushi or whatever. You know, like spaghetti. Anywhere you go, you know, it's like a full food. You know, you want to you just keep, you know, there's so many places and things to see, you know. So the you places know? you have been or the, the, the dishes that you've eaten, what's been your favorite audience? What's been your favorite plate? I'm talking about, like, the audience. That, like uh, the actual cities or the countries. Let me see. I think I've done it more here in New York, so. Um, you have more to draw from here? Um, like experiences. Well, this is where I've done it the most. Mm-hmm. So, that makes um, sense. Yeah. Wait, where are you from? Why do you want to know? I didn't ask where you're from. 
No, you didn't, but this is a show where I ask you questions about yourself. (laughs) (laughs) You want to know where I'm from? Where are you from? Chattanooga, Tennessee. That's not what I heard. What did you hear? (laughs) 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 Who are you talking to about me? Your wife. Uh Uh-oh. She said, he's not from Tennessee. What'd she say? I didn't want us to repeat in front of you. Did she say I'm from heaven? Not from hell. Yeah, her eyes were glowing and everything. I said, girl, chill, chill down, rela. rela. <laughs> I didn't even pronounce the X. I said, rela, rela. I said, relax, no, rela, rela. <laughs> oh, yeah. You don't have to tell me where you're from, but I, I'm I curious. I can tell you, I can tell you. Actually, it's a really, uh, uh, I've said it so many times, so I don't know how fascinating. But I think it's pretty fascinating. Uh, uh, my background is Colombia. My mom... My mom came here from Colombia, right? Mm. And six days after she came to New York, I was born, right? So I'm mm. like, so I was like, uh, from the get-go, you know, it's like it's stuff happening, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I think two years later, I don't know if she got deported or sent back. What was the deal? I went back to Colombia. Then I stayed there until I was 11. And I've been in New York since the States since uh, I was 11. You know. So, yeah, Colombian. You know. Do you like Colombia? Colombia. Um, probably Colombia. I should say, yeah, right? Um, <laughs> I do like it, but it's not home. Yeah. Like, New York City is, ho- is home. That's when This is when I really feel... Like my home city in Colombia is so small, so for me it's like, like it's it's nice to hang out and for a minute, but it's not like New York where it's like, uh, this is New York City, man. It's just yeah, you know. There's something magnetic about it. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Especially as an artist too, you, I mean, this is where I want to be. So much art. Um. I had a question about, like, when you started kind of digging into the street art scene. Mm -hmm. Was there any part of you, because I can't help but draw connections to my own life, and as a performer, as an artist, I've kind of changed my approach recently, Mm -hmm. Um, where I'm still making things, but in a different way, and I'm showing them to, like, different people with Mm -hmm. a different packaging, if you will. Mm But is there any part of you that, while you were doing your thing, I, I don't want to say compare, but were you, and I also don't want to say resenting, but was there any part of you that was like working against your peers that you were, that you maybe at one point thought you were more on the same page with? Do you know what I mean? Like, Mm-mm. did you have a community of artists around you where you guys were all kind of making art and trying to, get into certain galleries or sell paintings to certain galleries or something like that? Uh, I don't know, because it's like, there's always like communities, but the last 10 years, I've been doing mainly a lot of performance art and street art as the main thing, and almost like paintings, drawings or sculptures, almost like, Almost like the third thing that I'm doing. I'm still pushing it, but like the main 
circle, community of people that I've been involved with the last like, 10 years, mm -hmm. eight years, has been performance art. And basically, they don't make any uh, visual work. It's a lot of uh, just use the body to, almost like actors, you know? So you've been working with them? Um, like creating pieces together, or you're just... No, no, more, more like involved. They were, they're more like... They were more like... Support, basically. Almost like a friendship, you know? Yeah. Like, um, almost like I felt like I had to do performance art just to belong to that sort of like uh, very um, that group um, and almost like doing my my street my my painting sculptures almost on the side almost like having like another group of friends that kind of support that but not as tight or as close you know I don't know if that's making any no, sense no it makes a total sense yeah like for instance like um Like, performance artists are basically going to be hanging with performance artists. Yeah. And painters, <laughs> sculptors, uh, they're going to be hanging with... Uh, painters, sculptors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah for the actors hang with actors. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. So for me, I felt like... Oh, man. Like, almost like the uh, visual work was almost being done in isolation or being shown in performance art places. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And it's like... I mean, I guess it was necessary, or it was also, um, what's the word? It's a nurturing environment, you know. People are helping yeah, each other out. Yeah, You know, so like even... Fo it's a fostering community. Yeah, like everybody's like uh, supporting. So yeah, I, yeah, yeah. So I guess I got a lot of uh, sales or shows through uh, the performance art or some performance art community, you know. So would you say you're a performance artist? I mean, I guess I was. I would say that I wouldn't. I wouldn't say that anymore. Oh. I would say that I would do it every now and then. You know. What would you say now? Um. I mean, I guess I was being a painter. That I was being a painter. I'm always a painter. You know. Uh, painter, painter. Yeah, I would say that was my. That's my main. Media. Media. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Painting scares me. It happens. It happens, you know. It's like it it it's a language that I don't understand. I think a lot probably a lot of people go crazy with the uh this old art. Art could be crazy, you know. Art can be crazy. Yeah, because we think about like all these ideas that may or may not make sense, you know. How much of the time are you wondering if whether or not you're making sense? Sense. If I wonder about that. Um, Do you wonder about it? I think I've had my moments where I could say, yeah, I'm like, hey, time out. I'm, I need a, a little break over here. Or, um, yeah, I think I wonder sometimes, yeah. You know, but don't tell anybody. <laughs> <laughs> the secret's safe with me. Yeah, it's not like we're recording this or nothing, you know. No, no, no. There's no record button on. Yeah.
thanks for coming and having this conversation just with me. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, privacy. But, you know, I think that question of whether or not you're making sense, it kind of falls into that bag of questions that we kind of, like, opened up earlier about something lacking in, in, your, in the art, the process of the art. When you wonder, like, if I'm not where I want to be, but I'm doing the things I want to be doing, maybe there's something that I'm not doing the right way or something I'm not doing enough, you know, et cetera, et cetera. And I think that those questions, that you could call it a fear even, that fear within us is what makes us wake up the next day and do that, Mm -hmm. to keep doing it. You can also have the reaction to quit, Mm -hmm. but I think that artists are also fueled by that fear. Mm -hmm. Are you fueled by it? Yeah, I think so. I think fuel... Well, sometimes I fear that I'm not going... uh, like hard enough, all the way, all enough. Like I'm not, like. I do too. Like I'm actually like doing the best that I can, or or saying as much as I could say. Um, yeah, I think it's fear for safety too. You know, meaning like you could equate it for with like let's say a comedian saying a joke that could just be crossing the line, you yeah. know. Uh, let's say, uh, like, I'm out in the street, man. I, could, I I got the chalk. I could say many things that would make a lot of people upset, you know. Or, like, actually somebody calls, somebody says, hey, this this guy is crazy, you know. Like, look, check out what he's writing, you know. Um, I mean, there's a lot of things I could say. So, like, fear of that. Fear of what I could say or fear, or, like, not saying enough, you know? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. That's why I think, like, when I was acting, it was so fun, because I was given exactly what to say. Mm-hmm. And if you don't like it, you have the playwright to complain about, or to complain to, you have the director to complain to, the producers, like, I'm just saying what I'm supposed to say. But you're out there choosing what to say. Yeah, it's almost like uh, what's how much? You say freedom of speech, right? How much of that do we really get? You know, and even if we get the uh, total freedom of speech, I'm talking about like being able to say something really hateful, hmm. you know, and mean it. Say, yeah, motherfucker, that's what I wanted to say. I hate <laughs> you. <laughs> fuck you. Fuck you, motherfucker. It's like, what are you doing? Feels I'm expressing myself. How you feel? Like that, die, motherfucker. <laughs> you know, fuck you, suck my big toe. You know, right? Like you say, yeah. you know, <laughs> yeah. Uh, who are you saying that to? How? Who can I say that to without getting into trouble? Huh. And then who? Who's so disciplined not to react? You right, know? right. Let's say if I'm hitting the right buttons, you know, they're really pushing the right. And let's say somebody's actually like. This is New York City. Like somebody who's got nothing to lose, or somebody who's really bitter, or maybe somebody who's got a bad day, or somebody who's been angry for years, and then you tell them that, and they got the power. Say, like, you know, Felix, I'm gonna get you, motherfucker. Whatever, you know. I mean, that's talking about freedom of speech, but also like uh, repercussions. Yep. Yeah. 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 You know, I've had to deal with some of that in my life. Yeah. Lately, and many things I actually want to say. But I feel, I feel that 
maybe it could be the truth. When I speak, it might be the truth, right? Or maybe uh, I could be saying things out of my own uh, shortcomings. Right. You know? Right. So it's like, okay, yeah. uh, like I, I got a platform. I'm creating my, my platform, you know, but it's like, I mean, is, is this going to help me or is this going to uh, really hurt me by, you know? I mean, I've had people attack me on the... On the uh, Physically? Yeah, down there on the uh, Union Square, you know? And like, uh, yeah, you know? What were you drawing? What were you doing? No, I was just saying things. Because when I get out there, I just don't draw. I also like say things. Too. Oh, this was one of your performance art. Yeah. As well. I got, okay. Okay. I mean, it's like so I do you, my, I do saying? my, I do my street art, but I also like <laughs> picking people. You know. Were you calling them rice and beans, motherfucker? Um. No. Did it you say his a, face looked like an arepa? No, no, no. It was two kids. It was two young kids. So oh, classic. Teenagers. So I don't want to. And then uh, uh, I think I call him. I think what did I tell him? Oh yeah, <laughs> but I'm telling him why I said this. Uh, because the, the, here's a funny thing about what I'm going to say. You can say the same phrase to different people, and some people are going to say, yeah, thanks, I'm going to keep it. And some other people are going to be like, wow, you, would you say what? Yeah. Well, fuck you. Yeah. You know? yeah, yeah, yeah. So the phrase that I said, it was like <laughs> to the young kids, it's like, stay black, right? Hmm. Stay black, which could be meant like... Uh, in a bad way, or it could be in a good way, right? Yeah, it right? could be encouragement or a It could be encouragement, command. or it could be like, oh, st- stay black, you know, yeah. or stay black, right? So I use the same yeah. phrase. Yeah, I just use the same phrase, and the kids attack me. And the bad thing about it was like I didn't have my shoes tied up, you know, so I could take off. So they came off, and that's oh, so yeah, embarrassing. You prepared. Yeah, and, and but I said the same thing uh, to other people, way more crispier. You know, and it's like, yeah, I'm black. <laughs> you got like, the fist bump. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes. You know, it's like, yeah, you know. So, um, but we we, we gotta it's keep tough. in mind that it's like the youth also, like the age also. You know, teenagers, the perspective. Teenagers are. But I kind of, I probably could have said, I probably wasn't the most like, yes, hey, yeah, maybe I didn't say it like with like, you know, like the pride thing. So maybe I said it as an insult too. You know. Was it obvious that you were performing? Or did you just look like some dude, like standing at Union Square yelling things at people? Um, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, when I get up there, it's fun to pick on people. It's really fun. It's really fun. You know, I love to pick on like people that are really uh, full of vain, like vanity. Yeah. If I'm doing my faces and I see like people, uh, then I I just make stop commenting, you know. It's just like whatever I see, most things that I see. If I see that really crazy, then I keep my mouth shut. It's like okay, don't mess with this one, you know. Like, you know. So you gotta make a quick judgment sometimes, you know. What's been the most um, rewarding and the most disappointing experience from the uh, the street art? Or you know, the performance art as well. All of it. The most rewarding. From the street art and the performance art. Or the, um, I mean, it's... 
I mean, it's great uh, getting commissions, you know. Mm. So because it's more a practical thing, you know. Right, exactly. That's the business side. The business side. You know? What did that look like when uh, you got commissioned? I mean, I was an, I felt like a real artist, you know. I feel like I'm not a real artist when I'm getting paid, you know. I yeah. mean, and, and yeah, many yeah. people could argue that, you know. And I'm like, fuck you, you know. It's like, sh- shit, fuck you, you know. But I, for me, I feel like there's more, probably more, I guess I'm right now I'm more like a fan of like the business side of art. Like somebody who knows, people that know how to do it. For me, like that's really, because uh, uh, you know, for me, it's like I've, I, exp- I know how to express myself. Like I've done it for years. You know, I, I know how to make art, and for the most part, good art. And for me, that's easy now. Like if if you give me the time and the supplies, I can make you a good piece. It's like you know, right? But for me, it's like the challenging part is like, like having the know-how, the knowledge, the attitude skills to be able to be a consistent businessman, you know, or at least see myself, like, where I see my work uh, worth something. Not just worth something, like, worth the 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 right price, you know, for yeah. my vision and for my skill and, you know, whatever you name, you know. Why do you think it's valuable? Why do you think I think it's valuable what? That Art. Itself, for what? What do you think is valuable that? Like, why do you think it? Why do you think art is worth anything? Well, the thing is that many times I I don't think it's value. That's that's like a many times I feel like, and I'm trying to get over that, you know. Yeah, like I, that's why I'm I feel, asking because I, I feel, feel I, I felt like and getting back to the rice and beans. I felt like, and it's probably through my own experience that I felt like, like practical things are more valuable, you know. And I guess that's why like. Uh, for the most part, like rich people are the the people that buy art, you know, mm-hmm. because like uh, the common person, mm-hmm. you know, first we want to eat and eat yeah. good, right? Yeah. Then pay rent, and then it's like if you compare, like, let's say a bicycle or a car to a painting, let's say each one is <laughs> five or ten thousand dollars. Are you gonna spend ten thousand dollars on a painting? <laughs> uh, the choices: you're gonna pay ten thousand on rent, a car, yeah. or a, a painting. Right. Yeah, yeah. Right. What I mean, like, with a car, you can sell it back. I mean, the in the uh, immediate moment, you know, a painting, you might. I mean, unless like you playing, it's almost like playing the lottery, you know. Where let's say, uh, even then you gotta wait, or unless the artist dies, you know. And they go, oh yeah, I'm glad Felix died. Now his work work is gonna be two hundred dollars or whatever, you know. Right. I feel like you have to really want it. Yeah, but even if you want it, you know how many couples get into fights because like they bought something they're not supposed to be buying? Yep. It's like, why you buy that that video game? Why you bought those flowers? We, mm-hmm. we got to <laughs> buy, we got to eat five food, you know? You know, it's like, so So for me, it's like, like slowly I'm getting out of that mentality of like, like, you know, uh, like my work is is worth something, but as many times I don't really see it. Many times I've undersold, or I just want my work to find a home. You know, like that's where I'm at right now. I'm at, I have like oh probably like three hundred pieces in, in in my place, right? And I don't want them, you know. 
Like I want to like yeah. it's like puppies, you know. Like I want to find homes for those puppies. Like I don't need. I've seen them. I know how they look. It doesn't do me any favor, or any good having all that work on me. For me, when they find a home, that's like the equivalent of like uh, some sort of peace. Like uh, finishing a process, finishing a story. Once my artwork finds somebody's home, boom. Hmm. So I haven't made art for like seven months, and I'm planning to make art for like maybe two, three years. You know, no more permanent art. Hmm. You know. So you have you said you have like three hundred of those puppies. I'm making a rough estimate. You know, not all of them are great. You know. How do you move on from piece to piece? Like, how do you have three hundred pieces that you've stopped working on? You've you've worked on to the point where you can stop working on them, and they're ready to find a home. Mm-hmm. Like, how have you found that moment where you know it's right to let go? You know that you have to let go to finish the piece. It's almost like for an actor, you can like. Sorry for all the acting parallels, but if you have like a cast. You rehearse mm. and you rehearse and you rehearse. You need the audience. That's the final character. Yeah, right. Right? So how do you get to the point where you're ready for that final character? How do you know? I mean, for me, it's like... I would describe my work in the last 10 years maybe like four different styles or faces. Uh, and I feel like I feel like all the ideas that I've had are out. You know, things, anything that I, things that I wanted to experiment and see if they work is out of my system. Hmm. You know, it's like, okay, I know it sucks now. I'm not good. At least I, <laughs> at least I did it, and I can see it for myself. I'm, I, I don't have to wonder what, if, if I could have or not. You know, like, I, didn't, I never did it. I did it. I tried. I had the time, resources, and that's why it came out, and... That's a lot of work that I got, you know, a lot, you know. So I'm like, hmm. like, with so much work, I mean, I don't want to start some new work and I haven't even sold what I have, you know. Right. It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't. For me, it doesn't make any sense. Hmm. It's like, even if I have to give some of that work away, it's like, I'm not going to make new work until, like, it's like clean, clean slate. Yeah. You know. And then just give it another shot, you know? Like, do I have it in me to uh, make a masterpiece, you know? Right? It's almost like it's almost like debt. Debt? What do you mean debt? Like credit card debt. Like you owe. You owe. You know, you know uh, do you have a credit card? Do you use credit cards? Mm-mm. Yeah, I try not to, but credit you you spend money that you don't have basically or you mm-hmm. you promise that you'll pay the debt mm-hmm. that you owe back to the bank mm-hmm. you know at the end of the month mm-hmm. and it's like your paintings are like every time you swipe this card which is your artistic expression you make you make that purchase you spend the time to make this thing definitely takes and time. now it's just sitting in the bank and you're ready to pay it off and get get it out there. Yeah, it's uh, I mean it took energy, it is energy. Does it feel like weight? Like does it feel heavy? Yes, yes, definitely. It's like a it's a burden. All this work that's just there for me is uh is it needs resolution. 
and yeah. you can't you can't resolve it any further on your own. Yes, I can. I mean, that's that's an aim. How? By more energy, meaning like the energy. I, I had the energy to like. I see what do you're it. saying. Yeah. Now the energy to like. Yeah. Basically, uh, what I've been doing in a small type of way, uh, uh, like having shows, you know, like mm-hmm. like it's out there. If I go to uh, like gallery shows, yeah, and then I started like uh, mailing artwork to friends, you know, like seven pieces. Oh, eight that's pieces. cool. It's like you know, not the best, not the most expensive, but it's like things that I could throw away. If I choose to, but things that they would appreciate, even though it's like little sketches or whatever, it's like, you know what, instead of throwing those things away, I know people that would appreciate these things, you know? So it's basically it's like, it's the energy, I made him, it's still something, signature, it's got a message, you know? Didn't take me like 10 days to make, maybe an hour, half an hour. It's like, beautiful? Yeah, not bad. It's like, somebody wants it? Yeah. So it's like, so like, if I gave seven pieces away instead of having 300, now it's like 290 something or... You know, it's like so slowly, especially now that we have spring, you know, like in the winter, everything yeah. shuts down. Yep. But it's like springtime, like people start cleaning up. So I'm going to look through my yeah. paperwork, my yeah. eyes. I like, okay, so it's, it's going to take a process to like find homes for all these things, you know. But you've, you've said you're going to do that. That's the aim. You've set the goal. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like even if I have to spend like four years and I still yeah. got all this work. I'm not gonna make new work until like. Whoa! This. You're kind of shaking my shit up right now, to think about doing that. This merchandise is not moving. What oh am I? Oh my getting? gosh! You're you're seriously kind of making me freak out right now. Yeah, you know, there's seven billion people in the world. Eight billion people. If everybody got one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not rice and beans, you know. No, no, it's not. Yeah. But it's, you... it's doable. It's doable. Yeah. Yeah, just a little. I'm kind of taking a break right now from. Uh, Moving the work, or at least trying to, but that's the aim because it's almost like I like to live simple, you know. Yeah, basic necessities, if you will. Have you, um, do you have an Instagram? Yeah, for the art, um, not just the art, it's basically, uh, no, I use it for other things, just more like putting like puppy pictures or whatever. Oh, or like you like puppies. Yeah, they're very tasty looking, you know. What puppies? All of them. You know? <laughs> Just any puppy? Any puppy. Do you have any dogs? No dogs, you know. Oh. You have a cat? No cats either. I don't like cats that much. I like having a cat, but not multiple. Yeah. I mean, I like to see them and pet them, but not, not really have them, you know. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, yeah, it just it made me think, like, if you... You could catalog some pieces mm-hmm. on an Instagram that's dedicated for selling them. Mm-hmm. You know, like DM me if you want this piece. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are on Instagram. Yeah. Like I said before, it's like, and you're right, it's a, it's an energy that it takes to actually do that too. You know? It's almost an art within itself. Yeah. To get rid of the art that you can make. Yeah, I just want that thing. You know, I've already seen it, you know. Yeah. All right. Can I ask you, like, a couple more questions? Mm-hmm. All right, so. I didn't do it. It wasn't me, man. I didn't do it. I wasn't there. Yeah, yeah. On uh, December the 3rd, actually, I don't have anything past that. 
No, the question I wanted to ask is more like, you've kind of already answered it in many ways. Like, you want to get rid of this work before you move on. But, and you also said something about you being close to 100 years old. Yeah. All right. So, let's say that before you hit 100, you arrive and you're you're right in the spot that you want to be. Mm-hmm. What does that look like? I don't know if I'm going to be laughing or crying. You know? Spot. Hmm. I mean, I I hope I, I, I arrive, but not when I'm like 100. Maybe a little bit. I arrive like maybe when I'm 60, you know? Yeah. So I'm so like I still got enough energy to all do other stuff, you know. So other stuff meaning what? Um, I mean, just be able to move faster, you know, just live life. I mean, when you get older, I guess it's like I'm assuming we know that it's like things just are just lower, you know. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't the age doesn't come by itself, you know. Yeah. So. Even if you're the healthiest person, I mean, you still slow down a lot, you know? Yeah. So you just want to be alive and happy and moving as when, you, main, when you arrive. I mean, my, my aim in life is like uh, live to 100, but a healthy 100, you know? Yeah. I, it kind of sounds like there's a point at, at which you want to stop making art. Maybe I'm just hearing something that you're not saying, but it sounds like you're you'd be okay with there being a, a time in your life where you stop making art, and then mm. you just kind of live ride the rest of it out. Mm. Let me see. No, I think I want to be a point where maybe uh, become like a master, right? Where. I don't make it as much, but when I make it, it's really, like, worth people's time. Yeah. And it's actually very uh, innovative and uh, relevant and uh, all the best qualities of art. So, like, basically almost like, yeah, like a grandmaster, you know. Like, I'm not making 300 pieces a year anymore. But maybe let's say, like, two, three pieces. But those pieces are, like, really, like... Those pieces are the rice and beans. I mean, uh, like people some, need it. Yeah, and I need to like actually yeah. like a, a like a high level of expression. Right? Yes, within skills and everything, like a grandmaster, basically. Yeah, you know. So, so I'm I'm gonna make a, one more parallel before we kind of call it a day, if that's okay with you. It's not okay. It's not you okay. Can, we can chill. You can say whatever. You, you can, we can chill and talk about whatever. But this is my last like formal question, if you will. So. I started studying Brazilian jiu-jitsu a few months ago, and we have this whole, like, ranking system with belts. Mm-hmm. You know, it goes... It's a whole sequence of, like, white to blue to purple to brown to black. And then I think some people have, like, red belts or something, but those are those are the grand grandmasters, you know? But with each of those belts they have, you get four stripes. Mm-hmm. So uh, white belt... One, two, three, four stripes, and then on the fifth stripe, you just get the blue belt. Mm-hmm. And then you start over with the stripes until you go on to the next one. As an artist, if if art was a martial art, which I guess it is, 
You're using your body. You're making art. You're expressing yourself. And you're overcoming obstacles, responding to things that are happening to you. Maybe it is a martial art. What belt would you be? Because hmm. we know what belt you want to be. Mm-hmm. So you're kind of saying that you're not that belt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can say I'm a, bl- a black belt. I'm on channel so far. Um, do you want to be a four-stripe black belt, or do you want to pass all the belts? I think I want to... The um, Definitely want to pass all the belts. Yeah. Yeah, I think, I think right hmm. now... Like, I separate... Like, the mass... Three level, like maybe in, in two different categories, meaning like the one where you got the, the technical skill, right? But the other one where the other level is uh, categories, uh, the, uh, the vision, you know, like where your mind is also uh, uh, growing or expanding or uh, Evolving, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like really develop, you know. Yeah. Develop, you know. So it's like, um, yeah, like, uh, yeah. I think it's two categories: the the technical part, the phys- you know, but also like the the idea behind the work. Yeah. You know, it's like could also be very, it could be very sophisticated. You know. Hmm. Could be complex, could be simple, could be it's like that's the other part that could also I feel like right now maybe the uh that side is is, is more is being more exercised right now than the uh, technical physical hmm. level, you know? Yeah, yeah. For me, right. Because I'm not making any more work right now, so it's basically a lot of it's just ideas and conceptual. Reading. Yeah, a lot of reading. It's a lot of reading. But you can't have one without the other. You know, I think that's kind of what makes black belts black belts. It's not only the technique, but it's the the mental technique. Yeah. It's like that mental life. Yeah, probably. And I think and I think that comes maybe through uh, experience, you know, like either uh, life experience, if you will. You know, that, that also can inform the... Uh, the uh, the way we express the level of, in which we express, you know. Do you feel like as a person you're trying you, you put more energy towards processing experiences that you've had or seeking new experiences? I think I'm trying to definitely process, you know. Um, but um, I think I'm really aiming for that masterpiece, man. Hmm. So I mean, like. It just makes sense to give it a shot, you know. Yeah. Like, uh, like, uh, like, uh, and I think I think that's something that every artist should aim for too. Like, uh, like they're the highest level of expression, both mentally and technically. You know, like where it's like, like a zenith of like just everything coming together and like really like a piece of work that really, really. Uh, Cannot be denied. It's uh, universally understood, you know. So it's like it's like, like oh, 
above, you know, like you don't need the language to even understand it, you know. Yeah. But also like uh, maybe like informs, you know, so the uh, spectators are getting informed with like really relevant uh, knowledge information, you know. But also yeah. it works in a in a visual way, but also like works in a spiritual way. It transforms. Maybe it's like it's like I mean like. Maybe uh, what's the biggest masterpiece is like also like that sense of mystery, like the the Mona Lisa where we're still trying to figure it out, you know, or or uh, can we call the pyramids also like mystical or mysterious, like still trying to figure it out, but it's also like uh, like known throughout the whole world, you know. Uh, I mean like I mean I'm pretty sure there's gotta be other things we could add to the. To, uh, what's mm-hmm. a masterpiece, you know? Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, let's say, like, let's say if we equate it to uh, other media, let's say, uh, like, writing or or even acting, you know? You know those when performances where you see, like, an actor that really just... Just peak. Like, yeah. Just right? And you know, like, they, they have the talent, but they also had to, like, work for that shit yep. and probably get lucky yep. one, one of those days when they, they had the flow... You know what I'm saying? When you everything got, locks in, it's a culmination yeah. of everything happening. And then you got to rewind that, that, that scene yes. over and over. Yes, yes, You know, and people get moved to, you know? Changes their life. You know, like when, you, uh, when you're when you watching a movie or even a song or whatever, it could be the, the change of the chord or the way the expression and then it touches you. And it, I mean, like in a, you could get goosebumps yep. and everything yep. or like a singer, you know? Or like when like they really, not, not only the words, but you actually hear and understand the words, you know, and it relates to you, and you feel like that singer singing to you, you know, and you just feel like, you know, like, you know, whatever, you know, so, so, like. It feels like you're on a tightrope, like you're just, like, right on the the edge, like, just, you don't know whether you said to laugh or to cry. Yeah, everything, well, you just go through, uh, you know, Uh, so, so, I think that's in my, that's in, I don't know why. Yeah, that's what I've been thinking lately. Like yeah. masterpiece, like go for that masterpiece. Like even, yeah. even if I don't, even if I don't get to do the masterpiece, you know, like at least it's gonna take me to like a high level of, of expression. Yes, you know. Where I kind of want to tell you one thing. Don't tell me one thing. Tell me two things. Okay, I'll tell you two <laughs> things. One thing is I'm very thankful that you came, and agreed to do this. My pleasure. It's been fun over here. Good. I've had a lot of fun too. But the second thing, kind of on a more serious like note, it was fun, but it's also like you got me thinking. Because mm. as an as an artist myself, I feel up until this point, really, I've considered myself like a planet mm-hmm. um, orbiting some sort of a sun, mm. waiting for like my moments of sunlight as accomplishment. But what you're kind of changing in my brain. It's like, no, I'm not a planet. I'm like a meteor or a meteorite careening through space, waiting to find my planet upon which to make impact, like a true impact. Mm. It's the difference between being comfortable going around in a circle, doing the same things on different days, or being one thing, one culmination of greatness, like looking for a spot to land. Yeah. I mean... I mean, have you have you have you had like high moments in your artwork where you like? I, I thought so up like until zone, this point. You're, when you're in the zone, and it's like, oh shoot! I mean, that's like beyond. 
you know. I mean, I feel like I drift in and out of the zone. I have moments where I feel like everything has come together, but that doesn't mean that it's the greatest moment of my career. Because mm. in many, like I have to remind myself that I'm. People tell me that I'm still young. I don't know when that will not be the case. I don't feel like it's the case, but I have to tell myself that, right? Mm. So yes, I've had high moments, but I don't know what's in store. And I know that I could have higher moments. Like mm. I know that. I know that the high moments I've experienced haven't been the highest. Mm. It's not been the ceiling. Okay. And so you I, more stuff you affirm go. that. You you confirm that for me. There's more places to go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Bye. Till next time. This has been a Rock Rising Productions podcast. Thanks for listening.